Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, here we go again. The two men who allege they were sexually abused as children by Michael Jackson can revive a lawsuit against his companies. That's what a U.S. court has now ruled. Wade Robson and James Safechuck, both in their 40s now, claim that Jackson had abused them for years while they were boys. Now they can now pursue the blocked lawsuit. So, uh, okay. I mean, I, the accusations were featured in the documentary Leaving Never- Neverland, which, you know, the family described it as a public lynching. It most definitely was that. In 2020, a Los Angeles judge said, no, you can't sue Jackson's businesses, saying the companies didn't have a duty to care to him. Then in 2021, the same judge ruled against Mr. Robson on similar grounds. But last week, an appeals court in California said, no, uh, that's a corporation that facilitates the sexual abuse of children by one of its employees is not excused from an affirmative duty to protect those children merely because it is solely owned by the perpetrator of the abuse. It would be perverse to find no duty based on the corporate defendant having only one shareholder. Uh, okay. So anyway, it uh, gets deep and here we go again. So be ready for the lawsuits to, uh, be covered uh, by every mainstream media outlet possible because they're looking to bring Michael Jackson down. If he wasn't down enough, these two want to bring it down even more for, you know, I don't know. I don't know how many millions will make him go away, (laughs) but whatever it is, uh, they haven't received it yet. So they're looking for more money from the Michael Jackson world and they will probably get it. Who knows? Uh, I thought we were done with it, but no, no, we are not because here we go again. Welcome. Welcome to chewing the fat. Speaking of, uh, Neverland, uh, Disneyland Paris employee. Oh, wait, this is Disneyland. I thought it was Neverland. Sorry, I got those two confused. So a Disneyland Paris employee apparently was fired after guests complained that he refused to put both whipped cream and Nutella on their waffles. Well, he should have been. Damn it. (laughs) If I went to his little waffle stand and wanted whipped cream and Nutella, why not? So the employee identified as this 20-year-old Loris Tabaru uh, was working at La Chariot's Gourmands, a food stand that sells waffles with various toppings, and guests asked for both whipped cream and Nutella, according to his dismissal letter. Now, he told them uh, they had to choose one of the toppings, uh, Nutella or whipped cream which according to him is standard policy. Uh, If I'd have given them both toppings, other guests in line would have expected the same special treatment and he would have been in trouble for going against the theme park policy. That's what he says. And now the guest complained and said that his uh, tone to the Disneyland Paris customers was nonchalant. (laughs) 
well, he was just being nice. He wasn't being mean. He was like, I can only give you one. All right. So he believes that he was dismissed as part of a witch hunt because he took part in industrial action strikes earlier in the year. His name and photograph were published in Le Mans and an article about the strikes. He said, I loved working here. Uh, the only time I failed to bring the magic to life, I was immediately fired. Oh, okay. Well, he took part in the strikes uh, in May and June in pursuit of an annual pay raise. And, uh, you know, they showed workers marching through the park with uh, French strike laws allow them to do. And the strikes are paused by now, but there's, I guess they're going to resume in September. More strikes coming here in the U.S. too, by the way. We'll get to that in a little, in a moment. But uh, Disneyland said, uh, we do not comment on internal procedures related to individual situations. <laughs> so, do you believe Disneyland saying, uh, dude, uh, you were nonchalant and you were mean to these people and wouldn't put whipped cream and Nutella on their waffles? And it wasn't so much that he didn't put whipped cream and Nutella on their waffles. It was the way he went about talking to these people, right? That's what they complained about. And so, instead of that, they gave him the boot. Or did they give him the boot because he finally got a complaint against him and because he was... Uh, part of the strikes, then they were able to use that to get rid of them. I'm kind of on his side here. I kind of feel like that was the open door to say, oh yeah, we sorry about it. Uh, take care. You should have been nicer. We don't want you around anymore. Kind of on his side here. Feels that way. We'll see what becomes of Waffle Boy after uh, after this after this case. See if he goes before the Disneyland courts. And uh, gets his job back. Not at the waffle stand, though. No, uh, he may get his job back, you know, picking up trash at the park. But you're not working at the waffle stand anymore. Sorry about that, Loris. And I mentioned strikes. I mean, we've got uh, strikes all around this country. We have the uh, United Auto Workers Union are going to vote this week whether to authorize a strike which uh, they're trying to jack up pressure on the big three Detroit automakers uh, during tense uh, labor negotiations. And the UAW's contract with the car companies expires on September 14th. So we'll see what happens with that. You know they're going to authorize a strike. You know they are. They, they just are. Everybody wants more money, and uh, they see this as their time to get it. We have the Writers Guild and the Actors Guild. They're still striking. Amazing. I don't know if that deal, I don't know how close they are to making a deal and getting uh, Hollywood back up and running again. But it, it just kind of feels like it's not going to happen, doesn't it? We've got the hotel workers out in California striking as well. Uh, it just feels like it's not going to happen. Now we had UPS striking and they reached a deal or at least they threatened to strike. And it looks like, you know, that is a done deal. Uh, and they reached a deal before the expected, uh, the expected strike date. Uh, that would have been huge. We could not have put up with the UPS strike. <laughs> uh, they'll give them what they want, period. <laughs> period. And there's going to be all kinds of labor strikes uh, later on. The country is just, uh, well, better than since uh, uh, this particular administration took office, isn't it? Think to yourself, are you better off now than you were two years ago? I mean, we all know the answer to that. Well, we know that uh, according to reports, the thing that is better since uh, the last couple of years are the rats in New York. I know. 
Uh, they claim here that uh, as of the January to April 2022, New Yorkers called 311 to report 7,400 rat sightings, up from an estimated 6,510 during the same period in 2021. However, uh, there might be a light at the end of the tunnel because the rat calls to 311 decreased 26% this June compared to the same month a year prior. So are the calls decreasing and the rats going up because people just figure like nothing, nothing is happening. There's, you know, there's nothing going on. I mean, overall, they're saying that there's a 15% uh, a downward uh, trend for rats in New York. <laughs> uh, I guess they have new garbage policies in New York and uh, you can't put your trash out. Uh, businesses and homeowners, you can't put your trash out before eight o'clock at night. So, yeah, you put it out at night, you don't see the rats come out. <laughs> it's a pretty simple problem. So I didn't realize I missed uh, the anti-rat day of action in New York. Uh, that should have been a fun day. But Ruth McDaniels, a local activist and Harlem Tenants Association president, was out there. And she is also running for city council, I believe, uh, in New York. And she may be running again as well. Um, so Ruth was interviewed on a local, uh, CBS station and, uh, she talked about, uh, how big the rats are in New York. We've had rats the size of Crocs just running up and down the street, like a Croc shoe, an average size eight running up and down the street. <laughs> that seems to be a problem. Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. That seems to be a problem. Now, I've seen some big rats in New York. I was always disappointed that I never did see the monstrous rats. I saw plenty of rats uh, in the subway tunnels, you know, waiting for the subways to show up, but they weren't big ones. I saw rats uh, sometimes by the trash, uh, you know, once in a while, but it, uh, it just was disappointing to me personally that I never did see the monstrous size rats. But uh, we'll see. New York is working on it. That's what they say. Uh, they say no problem. They've got the rat czar who's trying to fix everything as far as rats go. Kathleen Karate, right? C-O-R-R-A-D-I is, uh, is the head of uh, the rat <laughs> patrol. That's an old oh man, Rat Patrol. I don't know what, what year that show was on. But uh, this is she is the Rat Czar. And uh, she is talking about rats need food, water, and shelters to, to survive. Yeah, we know. And so, uh, well, you know, that's the problem, Kathleen. We know. So apparently uh, today with their, uh, you know, rat day or anti-rat day, we're going to cut off their food source and reduce their habitat and take away the places they can live. Are you? Are you? Because I know PETA doesn't want to uh, doesn't want to kill them off. They believe rats are social beings, but I believe we should do anything possible. Uh, humans first, and rats are vermin that spread disease. <laughs> so I'm all for anything you want to do to get rid of rats, uh, because uh, nobody wants nobody wants rats the size of Crocs. Uh, the size is eight, average size eight, running down the street. No one wants that. We've had rats the size of Crocs, just running up and down the street, like a Croc shoe, a average size eight, running up and down the street. Like I said, no one wants that. 
no one wants that. Uh, Ruth is right. And I know that uh, they have their interactive rat information portal, the rat map that you can go to. So you can log on to that and see if, uh, you know, see where the rats are. And uh, it'll help you out where you want to where you want to shop or not <laughs> and we've seen the videos of the rats on the subways and the rats in the, the hallways of buildings and hotels it's just uh kathleen uh the rat czar needs to uh needs to up her game well that's what she's trying to do when uh, she got everyone together for the first ever anti-rat day of action so hopefully ruth mcdaniel's can uh can relax a little but i doubt she will all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately <sighs> did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality if you wake up too hot or too cold it's, it can be a struggle. That's why I recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Made uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. It's also, there is nothing like getting up and uh, crawling, then crawling back into the covers and laying on those sheets as they're already just so comfortable <sighs> just thinking about it makes me want to crawl on the sheets right now luxurious and comfort and quality miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without a high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice if not nicer than bed sheets used by some five-star hotels Stop sleeping on bacteria. Bacteria can clog your pores, causing breakouts and acne. Ugh. Sleep clean with Miracle. Plus, these sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. That's uh, that's kind of cool. So uh, try miracle.com slash Jeffy. Miracle made sheets. To, uh, try them today. Uh, Miracle made sheets. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, uh, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use the promo code Jeffy at checkout, you'll get three towels and save an extra 20%. Now, Miracle is so confident in their product, uh, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Bane. Go to trymiracle.com slash jeffy. Use the promo code Jeffy, claim your free three-piece towel set, save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash jeffy. You need to treat yourself with these. Uh, you know You know what? You need to treat yourself and your family with these. Trymiracle.com slash Jeffy. So if you're an Apple user, did you get your $65 yet from Apple? I don't know. I'm not an Apple user, but uh, years after Batterygate, apparently some iPhone owners are going to be getting $65 from Apple. Whoa. 
So remember, they were accused of purposely slowing down older iPhones with aging batteries to push consumers to buy more phones. Uh, what? Yeah, they faced millions in legal fees and customers filed complaints. So now they're getting, uh, I guess, you know, they're getting some money back. Good for them. They're getting some money back. So they get 65 whole whopping bucks from Apple. Okay, that's awesome. I know. I know. And I see also where Apple is now having, uh, you know, big to do over their headphones. Apparently, uh, the new uh, headphones, if if you exceed a seven day limit on audio levels, it's automatically turned down per, you know, guidelines from the World Health Organization. Now, I believe that there's a way that you can go into the uh, settings and change this. But it's still, it comes with that annoying feature, which is just agonizing. I know, I know, it's agonizing to me as well. And I don't even have an Apple. Apparently that means that I'm uh, old because uh, I just saw a story the other day that talked about how uh, Gen Z said that uh, androids are for old people. Oh, uh, yeah, they're outdated. Uh, we, 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 we use, we use iPhones. Okay. That's uh, no problem. 87% of teenagers have iPhones and they do not have any plans to switch to Android. Oh, okay. Now I will say that, uh, you know, a lot of people get Android because they're cheaper than uh, iPhones, but also, you know, what we need to remember, uh, here in the U S, uh, 57% I think are iOS users and 42% are Android, but with the 87% of the young people using the iPhones, as I said, but globally, uh, 71% uh, around the globe or flat earth, whichever you prefer, uh, are Android owners. And there's only 28% of iPhones. So as big as Apple is, it's not as big as Android globally, but I'm sure that the iPhone teens don't care about that. It's just medieval. <laughs> yeah, those are the same. Those are the same Gen Zers. Uh, nine out of ten of them that would rather uh, text than talk on the phone. Uh, they many of them describe phone calls. Uh, it's a phobia. I can't talk on the phone. I'd rather text than have a conversation. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's the leading change among young people to avoid talking on the phone entirely. Now, you know, I kind of understand it a little. Uh, you know, when you're in the middle of a texting uh, conversation with someone and then they call. And I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. Uh, but I'm just saying, you know, you're in the middle of, of a texting conversation and I'm like, I just, just let me talk to him and let me call. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's tra- changes cause it changes the dynamic immediately. Uh, because you know, you're texting, you lose that, uh, verbal, non, nonverbal communication. And you even get that over the phone, even more in person, obviously. But, you know, in, on the phone, texting, you have to put a ha in if you're trying to be funny or a smiley face or a thumbs down or whatever when you're trying to be a smartass because there's no smartass font. Uh, if you want to make a million dollars, there's an idea for you. Come up with a million dollars. Come up with the uh, smartass font and that people can use while they're texting and make it available to everyone. But that has not 
happened yet so uh, just know that i understand the you know the process because sometimes it's just easier to text you don't have to you don't have to react right away while you do have to react right away it's not the same as if you're talking verbally and you can change you can you know you can change what you say before you text it it's uh you know it's 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 a different thing it's a different animal i get it but uh to just completely lose talking to other people wow i mean we are uh we are developing some good good people out there aren't we yes yes we are oh and speaking of getting uh 65 bucks from apple we're coming up at the end this week is the end uh the uh friday if you're listening live today is the 21st of august 2023 you have until friday the 25th to file uh if you want to be a part of the 725 million dollar meta payout class action suit right the company is paying for up to for allegedly sharing its users data with third parties Uh, yeah no kidding and i remember talking about this before because i feel like uh 725 million is nothing but it's over the cambridge analytica and uh so if you were a facebook user between 2007 and december 2022 you can be part of the class action i have to remember to fill this out myself too because i was sadly on facebook then and so uh yeah i want my piece i want my i want my 10 bucks <laughs> i want my 10 bucks and hopefully maybe it'll be 12 maybe less people will sign up for the class action payout and maybe it'll be 12 bucks huh i know something to look forward to mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who died today? Who died today? Well, we'll start off with Chris Peluso. Chris Peluso has died at the age of 40. Best known for his roles in Mamma Mia and Wicked. Uh, It's confirmed by his family that he has passed away. He is uh, uh, his alma mater, the University of Michigan, Hail to the Victors, the Michigan Wolverines, shared an emotional tribute to the entertainer earlier this week. And uh, so rest in peace, Chris Peluso. No, it doesn't, it doesn't say what he died of, okay? No cause of death has been revealed, but it can't be that. So why don't you shut up? Don't even think that. Don't, you know what? Don't shut up. Just don't even think that, okay? Because it, it isn't that. It can't be that. Because just because it doesn't say what he died from, uh, there's no cause of death revealed. Just because they don't say that doesn't mean it's that, okay? So stop it. Chris Peluso, dead, you know, suddenly at the age of 40 for no reason. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chris. Don't even think it. Don't even think it. Then we have a couple of deaths that uh, are kind of PSAs, okay? This is just a PSA from 
chewing the fat. It's a PSA. It's a CTF PSA. Okay. So an unidentified pedestrian, and I don't know that I would call him a pedestrian, but okay, you want to call him a pedestrian, you go ahead, has died in Nashville after he was run over by a tractor trailer. Now, uh, he wasn't really walking as a pedestrian. Uh, he fell asleep uh, between the tractor's axles. And so when the guy, the truck driver, came out and checked around his truck, everything was fine, didn't see anything, it was all good. I came out, I checked, everything was good, nothing unusual. Uh, then uh, I felt a bump as I pulled forward. <laughs> So apparently the man was sleeping between the second and third axles of the tractor. So it's a PSA. All right. Just a PSA. I don't know what kind of crank drugs you're doing. I don't know if you're really tired or drunk. Perhaps, not perhaps, don't. Don't fall asleep underneath a semi-trailer and tractor. Okay. Just don't do it. And especially don't fall asleep, you know, on the tractor's axles because that's an issue when it wants to leave as this unnamed person pedestrian found out the next psa uh, comes to us from virginia all right uh the police in uh, manassas virginia are investigating the death of a 25 year old man who allegedly fell under a moving train (laughs) uh here's a helpful hint uh don't be around close enough to fall and be hit by a moving train. Uh, you're welcome. That's a PSA from uh, Chewing the Fat. So apparently, uh, you know, they tried to rescue him and obviously he was, uh, you know, dead on the scene. Very sad. Several witnesses told detectives, hey, uh, he tried to jump on the train and then he fell in the, in the process. So there's another PSA. Uh, don't try to jump on a moving train. Oh, people do it all the time. Yeah, they do. They do do it all the time. They do do it all the time. However, uh, sometimes you miss. And when you do, uh, that's a bad thing. (laughs) So if you miss doing what you do all the time, uh, it's going to affect you. And it did. Uh, So rest in peace, unknown person for uh, trying to cross the train he wasn't trying to get across from the train he didn't fall uh walking next to the train he tried to jump on the train and fell in the process uh very sad so just uh just know that uh don't sleep in between the second and third axle on a semi tractor trailer and don't try to jump on a onto a moving train you're welcome now let's move on to births, shall we? We talk. I mean, we talk a lot about death every day on who died today. Let's talk about births, okay? According to this list, Japan had the largest total drop in population since 1968. The U.S. population is flatlining as birth rate stagnates. China's fertility rate hits record low. Singapore's birth rate falls to a record low. U.K. births hit 20-year low. Italy's birth rate drops to historic low. South Korea breaks record for world's lowest fertility rate again. So we need to uh, start picking up the pace. Uh, Say, use an example of, oh, I don't know, Nigeria, shall we? Uh, Nigeria is expected to nearly double its population in the next 27 years. Right now, the country that is slightly bigger than the state of 
Texas is projected to match the U.S. population by 2050. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty good. As uh, that's a pretty good sign of the growth of the African continent. Uh, they are having children. Okay, <laughs> they are having children. Now I know we just topped eight billion on the planet uh, a little while ago. And I think India overtook China as the most populous country in the world. They've been battling it out. I don't know who's on top right now. <laughs> All right, stop it. Just write your own jokes. But uh, they, they've been battling back and forth. But India will prevail in that battle. Nigeria is booming, right? I mean, in 82, they had fewer than 80 million people. And now uh, they have 225 million people. And they plan on, uh, you know, 377 million by 2050. So that's uh, monstrous for Nigeria. And many African countries are uh, booming as far as population. They are, uh, they are having kids. And I guess, you know, look, they've, they're, now you have to worry about education and healthcare and housing and food and water, energy, security, all of that. Employment for all the people. I mean, they have, how many people, the percentage under 30? It was a huge percentage of people under 30. Yeah, okay, well, the the continent, uh, which is the fastest growing continent, has 70% of the population under 30. Not just Nigeria, but the entire continent of Africa. So that uh, that's pretty young, <laughs> For the, as far as the world is concerned, and growing. And uh, so we'll see how it goes. I know that... Uh, that's explosive growth on the planet, which is uh, good for Africa and good for the countries in Africa. Might not be so good for us. Uh, we may want to think twice about being happy about that. But that's just me. That's just me thinking out loud. What do I know? <laughs> I told you that uh, we were going to get some great headlines from the self-driving uh, cabs in San Francisco as they got the green light to go 24-7, the Cruz and Waymo uh, robo-taxis, to operate uh, autonomous cars around around the clock in San Francisco. And I said, we're going to have problems. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm just going to let the headlines happen for themselves. Well, uh, now they are going to go ahead and cut their fleet by 50%. <laughs> Uh, because, well, we've had a few issues. Uh, so, sure, we had like 10 of them just shut down because cell service stopped and blocked traffic in the in the party part of town. You know, all the bars where all the, the nightlife were or was or is. And uh, they just shut down. They were just, uh, you know, giant boulders in the road. Well, so uh, they had a crash Thursday night that injured a passenger inside a cruise driverless car. Oh, I must say that if I was in a crash in a robo-taxi, I would have been hurt as well. That's just me, though. I'm, su I'm sure the passenger was actually hurt, though. I'm sure. No question about it. Uh, ow! Ow! My neck! My neck! Uh, the robo-taxi was hit by a fire engine uh, that entered the intersection on a green light at around 10 p.m. Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> the engine was on its way to an emergency scene and uh so okay uh no problem uh, just you know what it's a fire it's a fire engine so 
we're driving here we're robo taxis <laughs> so apparently uh, their car detected that an emergency vehicle was approaching and began to break but was unable to stop before the fire truck crashed into it okay the second crash happened uh on friday according to this in response to the crash and last night one of our vehicles was proceeding through a green light was struck by another vehicle running a red light at a high rate of speed well that's not their fault although it's just another accident on their books the uh the vehicle detected the vehicle and braked but the other vehicle made contact with our vehicle no passengers in the vehicle in the robo taxi at the time so uh the other vehicle was treated and released at the scene the other vehicle ran a red light would you only just get a ticket because he because he hit the the uh robo taxi uh that's kind of bs well i mean what are you gonna do he hit a robo taxi nobody was in it you ran a red light here's a ticket you fine you get out of here i i gotta tell you if i was in that car i would have been hurt as well ow my neck my neck <laughs> yeah i know i ran a red light but your robo taxi uh was part of my crash and uh I, ow my neck my neck again that's just me though that's just me i'm not recommending that for anyone at all then we had another crash where uh they found an adult male driver a passenger uh and their car as well as the autonomous vehicle the driver was treated for non-life-threatening injuries by medics so there was significant damage to both vehicles after the crash and of course the male human driver was at fault but that drugs or alcohol did not appear to be the factor so again the humans are the problem uh overall well they had uh well they shouldn't have i mean they tried to break and the fire truck hit them so again humans are the problem if we just had autonomous vehicles we'd be fine we just if we could just get rid of those damn humans <laughs> well we're working on it we're working on it so it's okay uh it's coming soon to uh to a city and a state near you so anyway like i said uh, there's more headlines coming from the robo taxis from the crews in waymo uh, autonomous cars but they're cutting their fleet for now by 50 percent. just i don't know maybe they got in car wrecks and they can't drive them anymore or the cell service is bad remember the, the they blamed that on the the concert that was going on and the cell service was overwhelmed so they couldn't reach the cars for 10 or 15 minutes and they just sat there doing nothing oh okay ah, no problem don't worry about it so more headlines coming from the uh from the robo taxis in san francisco i'm sure in the coming days i see where dallas is in the news uh, quite a lot lately and that's where this show uh, originates from the dfw uh, metroplex but uh, i see a story this weekend talking about their county jail has surged to 97 percent capacity <laughs> so officials are now looking at overflow options yeah one of those options is going to be well we just might as well let some go i, I get about here no problem we will work on trying to get funding to build a bigger jail uh or a new jail uh, how about a new building over there but uh for right now uh, we're gonna let some people go all right get out of here you're fine and i see where a dallas county judge has ruled the prostitution ordinance unconstitutional so i guess that means less people going to that county jail <laughs> so apparently this all stems from a guy who was uh claims he stopped to give some women money for food in northwest dallas in last year in 2022 
Uh-huh. Dallas police officers. That's what he said. Don't be looking at me. Dallas police officers witnessed uh, what Giovanni describes as an act of kindness. They saw it in another way. They pulled Giovanni over at a nearby gas station and accused him of violating a city ordinance meant to combat prostitution. Now that ordinance has been ruled unconstitutional. The ordinance prohibits manifesting the purpose of engaging in prostitution. Okay, stop it. Violating it is a class C misdemeanor and people cited under it could be fined up to $500. Someone can be cited if they're a convicted prostitute loitering on a street corner, but anyone who reportedly beckons to others or tries to engage them in conversation on the street or attempts to stop a vehicle by waving, hailing, or using any other bodily gesture could face arrest. (laughs) So before an officer can arrest someone, subjects must be given an opportunity to explain themselves now. But cops are free to reject the explanation if the person arrested can demonstrate a lawful reason for their actions in court, they shouldn't be convicted. Isn't that special? Yeah, we don't believe you, so we're still going to arrest you. You can make your case in front of a judge. And uh, so it really, uh, wow, you still may end up getting arrested because I'm sure that even if this was in place when uh, uh, Giovanni said he stopped by, the police, he would have pled his case and they wouldn't have believed him. Here he pled his case and they didn't have to uh, make a choice. They already knew what their choice was and that is going to go ahead and give him a ticket and arrest him. So the decision uh, that the law is too broad if it punishes both constitutionally protected conduct and illegal activity. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, The ordinance targets lawful behavior such as talking to passerby and waving at cars and that enforcement is up to the officer's discretion raising the threat of bias. Yeah, 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 it is. So... The police body and dash camera video of the stop doesn't show any type of violation under the ordinance. Instead, the footage only shows Giovanni being stopped after the alleged offense. So there you have it. I would say always have uh, some sort of takeout container with food in your car if you're out soliciting for prostitution. So you could tell the officers, hey, I was just out wondering if they were hungry and wanted to give them some food. I wasn't soliciting prostitution, officer. Uh, so good luck good luck then i see where the uh dallas county sheriff's sex-based schedule policy uh is discriminatory uh you think so this is the same jail that does 97 percent capacity i think i'm pretty sure that it is the dallas county apparently the dallas county sheriff's department that allowed male officers only male officers to take off weekends <laughs> yeah well the fifth circuit court said yeah no that violates the civil rights act of 1964 i mean it violates working rights hey, give me a break why would you even do this now apparently nine female officers sued the department uh and uh it was uh, they didn't lose their jobs but uh, because of the work policy they weren't fired or denied promotion they just were told that <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, only the men get the weekends off. You don't. <laughs> In today's world, we're doing that? Okay. Now, apparently, once the sheriff found out 
they reversed what they were doing. Uh, so I'm not, it was never official. It was instead a decision made by one supervisor and it was immediately reversed when learned by the next level of supervision. So it was some douchebag who was in charge and said, no, women aren't getting the weekends off. That's only for men. And they changed it around. But the court said, yeah, no, uh, that is illegal. And uh, the rulings of the Fifth Circuit According to uh, Michael Maslanka, a law professor at the University of North Texas at Dallas, called the court's ruling a win for workplace rights. I mean, why did we, this? I don't know why this had to go to court. I don't know if they got money. Uh, it just seems like this is a common sense thing. Um, people work and everyone rotates their time off, uh, no matter what it is, male or female. It just doesn't weird that it had to go before a court to figure that out but you know okay good for them because they, that's it's silly it just doesn't make any sense to me why that would be the case and what kind of douchebag would actually say that's funny to me yeah you women yeah no oh you, you don't get the weekends off only the men get the weekends off but to them <laughs> to them it wasn't really so funny you know what i'm saying all right, I'll leave you with that. Well, it isn't really a joke of a day, but it's something that is just, I wish I would have seen this or been able to be a part of this. I shared this on my Instagram uh, stories uh, over the weekend. You can follow me on Instagram at Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, Facebook is Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, Twitter X is at Jeffy JFR. You can follow me on my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can uh, order a cameo from me at Jeffy JFR on Cameo. That's not free. Uh, Cameo is my pimp. Uh, they, you just tell Cameo uh, what you want me to do. Happy, glad, sad, mad, mean, whatever. And uh, I'm their trained monkey, and I do, I do that for you. Uh, and then for whatever price it is. And then uh, you can always email the show, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. I shared this on my Instagram post, and it was a uh, balloon, a blow-up slide for kids but it looked like the Titanic. <laughs> it is awesome. And I would love to see it someplace. It's uh, you climb up through the middle of the smokestacks, the kids, well, the, the kids, you know, yeah, of course it'd just be the kids. Uh, you climb up through the middle, uh, the, the stairway is the underneath the smokestacks and you get up to the back of the, the ship and then you slide down. And on the outside, it looks just like the Titanic. It is awesome. And I would love to have that show up at a place of business. There may be some people that would be a little upset about that. Not me, though. Not me. My kids are climbing up on that bad boy and sliding down. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.